My name is Tom Fields. I'm Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. It's my pleasure to be sitting down with Governor Terry McAuliffe of Virginia. Governor, Great to thank be with you, John. Thank you. Honored to be with you. Let's talk about cybersecurity as a national issue, and you certainly promoted as such. Yep. What is your stance on, on where this needs to be in the national yep. dialogue today? Oh, it needs to be in the everyday dialect of everybody. It needs every governor has to deal with this issue. Clearly, we deal with it at the federal government level. I, I deal with it. I talk about it every single day for two reasons. One, Virginia is very unique with all the military assets that we have: the Pentagon, the CIA, Quantico, Langley Air Force Base, largest naval base in the world, 27 military installations. We deal in this world every single day of cyber attacks um, at the state level. Got to make sure we're well protected and our citizenry are well protected. But also I talk about it is what a tremendous opportunity to grow and diversify your economy. The federal government will continue to spend billions. I am hoping to make Virginia the cyber capital of the United States of America. We have about 450 companies right now. That's why I spend so much time diversifying the economy, making, if you want to start a cyber company, I want Virginia to be the place you think of. So security, economic development. I want to talk to you about Virginia, but first I want to ask you, on a national level, what role do you see cybersecurity playing in our fall elections? Good question. Uh, I know it's important. I've had uh, discussions with uh, uh, Secretary Clinton about this. I, I serve as the chair, along with Rick Snyder, of the Cyber Commission for the Governors. I'm the vice chair of all the governors, about to become chairman of the governors. Cyber will be my main initiative uh, because I think it's important uh, first and foremost, every state needs to protect themselves. I think there's a lack of knowledge and understanding about what to do to protect themselves. So I'm sort of hoping to use the National Governors Association as the template to give people the steps. Because it's complicated. There's a lot of businesses. What do we do? How do we do it? So I'm hoping to, to figure that in. But I do think that cyber will play part of the discussion in the fall general election. Mm -hmm. Because, listen, you know the breaches. You just saw what happened in Ukraine. Um, it's happening every day, and people want to know that their commander-in-chief is going to keep them safe, and the commander-in-chief is taking the steps necessary to keep them safe, and cyber, obviously, uh, is the most important area. We know the hacks that are coming in every single day. Uh, we know there's a lot more that even get reported, and some are sitting there, some are waiting, and uh, we need to do everything we can to protect ourselves. Let's bring it back to the state level. Mm -hmm. What do state leaders need to be doing to make cybersecurity a priority? Yeah, and every governor is a little bit different on the topic. Um, you know, we're, we're very much out front. We were the first state to sign up for the NISC framework, and we I've just put a budget that in for my state budget to make sure that we're doing everything we can at the state level, also to make sure that we're giving scholarships. You come work for the state in cybersecurity. We'll pay for your education. We're doing a lot of creative things to get, you know, we need code writers. I have 17,000 jobs open in Northern Virginia right now in the cyberspace. Starting pay, 88,000. They used to talk in the movie The Graduate, Plastics. Sure. It's cyber. cyber. That's, yeah. that's the action now. And so we need all, listen, it's, it's not a question of if, it's just, you know, it's a question of when. It's going to happen. It's already in Virginia. We were part of the Anthem breach, 110,000 state employees. Um, it's unnerving to folks to have their personal information taken. So we are trying to lead the way and put a framework together of what states need to do. I want to do that at the NGA, National Governors Association level, as I say, to let states know here are the things you need to do. I mean, you saw what happened in South Carolina. Um, that was a major breach where personal, you know, their income taxes were basically put up online. Yep. 
Uh, Utah hit a major breach. So it's going to happen more and more. So, and it's a static. It moves. It's constantly. You may be prepared today, but tomorrow something's going to change. How do you make the business case at the state level? You can't use fear, uncertainty, and doubt necessarily. You need resources. Yeah, good question. And the way I do it is well, people understand we need to do what we need to do on cyber to keep ourselves safe. But when you also couple that with an opportunity to dramatically grow your economy with high-paying jobs that are going to be around for years and years and years, and you can build a whole new ecosystem of economic development, when you match the two, you know, uh, states get it. This is the argument I make to my General Assembly. I'm in that process. We put a lot in our budget. I just met with the leadership the other day to explain to them why we need to be out front on cyber. The states are out front on cyber. They're going to get this business. And with it are going to come hundreds of thousands of new jobs, high-paying jobs, that will also spawn so many other businesses in that related tech space. Brag to me a little bit. Tell me what you've done in, in Virginia. Well, as I say, we were the first state to stand up our the, the NIST framework. We uh, have been out front. Well, why don't you go out and let my Secretary of Technology, let her take a little credit because she actually drives us. Um, I set up the Cyber Commission, which she and Dick Hark actually head up, and we just, what, 17 folks on it 17. who have made recommendations to us, and she's responsible for actually having to implement it. So the first state for the NIST cybersecurity framework, um, he was the first governor to take executive, executive action on securing consumer transactions. Um, we've done executive orders on securing PII and doing a complete inventory that's now led to a shared services model. Um, first state to step out and become an ISAL, an information sharing and analysis organization. And so we really are leading by example. Very good. She's better her say about it than me say about myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, no say it. What, what do you say to governors at other states that are, that are looking to you for example now and want to take this leadership on, on in their own states? What I tell them, in fact, we, um, we have, we've stood up a resource center at the NGA on cyber so that states can go to it if you have questions and how we can help you. We're going to do our second summit for all 50 states with, through the NGA on cyber to bring everybody together to get the latest technologies. We are working very closely with, um, I, I serve on the Council of Governors, the five Democrats, five Republicans appointed by the president to meet with DHS and DOD and to deal with national security issues. At least a third half of our time in these meetings is about cyber. So the biggest issue is that we're negotiating right now is the information sharing. What can our National Guards receive and how do we get it? Obviously, it is an intensely complex issue, but we're getting resolution. I'm hoping over the summer we can have a framework agreement done on that. So I tell the states that we are, we at the national governor's level, we are putting the template together that we can give you for the steps that you can take at your state level to get yourself up to be prepared as you possibly can. Governor, two more questions for yes, you. Sir. One, you're, you're cybersecurity savvy. What are the threats that really concern you the most today? The, well, the ones that concern me the most, I, I don't have much control over, are utilities. I mean, Dominion Power, mm -hmm. they have, you know, so a lot of our private, uh, you know, who provide what the resources we need for people to lead their lives on yeah. electricity and so forth are really out of our control. So that worries, our, every, is everybody doing everything they need to do to keep themselves? But you know, you, you would always worry that's, that our state, our individuals would have their health serious, confidential health information put on the street. That would be very disconcerting to any governor to have that, as well as your financial data. 
But less so your financial is, a, is your health information. People, you know, may, who have, may have issues, I mean, you don't want to have to, you know, see that on the uh, World Wide Web. So those are probably the biggest issues that, uh, that, that concern us. And then anything that would be a threat to the security uh, of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Yeah. Here in San Francisco this week, the story everybody is talking about is encryption. They're talking about Apple and the U.S. government. You've got your, your government savvy, your cybersecurity savvy. How do you come down on that issue? Well, that's a good question as well. Um, you know, we went and had lunch with Mark Andreessen yesterday, and it was interesting, his take on it. He said it is really impossible you expect us to build this backdoor in that will only let the good guys in. But he said that's impossible because you can't do something that will prevent, that allow the good guys in that won't ultimately allow the bad guys to get in as well. And I'll tell you, that was a very powerful argument. Conceptually, the idea of, well, can't we just work this out so that we can get these four-digit codes and it won't erase? I understand it. But I am, he did make a very valid point. If you do this, the bad folks are going to be able to get in the back door as well as the good folks, and that is a little bit disconcerting. You know, I, I come down, geez, isn't there a way we can just get this information to protect ourselves um, so that the information with these four-digit codes? So, you know, I you know, I hate to be a politician say on both sides. Yeah, I understand both sides of the issue, <laughs> and I'm just glad I don't have to make the decision. <laughs> but until he said that yesterday, I thought that was a very powerful argument that he'd said, and, you know, that side of it. Coming in, I'd say, well, you know, just figure this sure. out, let the FBI in, and we'll figure this out, which I think is important to do it. But yeah. you do open up Pandora's box that you could be creating something very bad here and allowing people to really get into these systems. You can't just let good guys in. There's no way you can develop a system that just the good guys can get in. Once you do it, the bad guys can get in, and you could really have some horrible consequences. Governor, thank you for your time. And thank insight. you very much.